everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the MindWealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. First off, today's episode is not an episode that I wanted to write. It's one that I needed to write, for myself and for my family. You may not know me or the situations that I'm in, but every day is an opportunity for growth, and I hope that the stories that I do share and the things that I do talk about help you in the times when you need them the most. And while I won't be sharing specifics in this episode, because the healing is still going on, I hope you can find some healing within these words as well. Today we're going to be talking about revenge. Many of you already know that it's not good to seek revenge on someone who has wronged you, but do you know why? Today we are going to explore the feelings associated and linked to the need for revenge, and some of the things that might cause you to seek it as well as a brand new type of disorder that the psychology community has been exploring. When someone has wronged you or slighted you, generally feeling the need to get back at them is something that seems completely normal, a way of balancing the scales, so to speak. But the truth is, going after someone who committed a wrongdoing against you may actually cost you more in the long run. And here's why. While the initial hit of positive activity to your brain after exacting revenge may cause a spike in your caudate nucleus or the area of your brain that plays a critical role in some of your higher level functioning, long-term effects are detrimental to your overall well-being. In the process of seeking revenge, you actually prolong the negative experience of the, the event itself. This both aggravates and extends the experience of your wounds and overall causes more punishment to your mental and physical health than the blip of good feelings that you receive at the enactment of revenge. Revenge is something that some people seek more often than others, and here are some of the reasons why certain friends or people that you may have known seek it more regularly. People who are extremely concerned or centered around reputation tend to seek revenge more frequently, as well as those with narcissistic tendencies, because their social confidence and sense of entitlement center around the wrongdoing being corrected. Revenge is also a waste of your time and resources. You spend countless hours, thoughts, and emotional toll on someone who in the moment didn't value you, in the long run causing you more psychological distress than anything else. Any short-term delight you might feel from accomplishing your revenge goal is compounded by the inevitable depression that comes when you realize the cost of what you spent to obtain it, and ultimately did not change the fact that the transgression had happened in the first place. Mentally and physically, it is a better option to find a way to forgive and move on from the situation. If you do not find a way to move forward, you could suffer from increased blood pressure, depression, anxiety, stress, and anger issues. Holding on to every little thing that upset you only causes you more problems than it solves, and has even been linked to intrusive thinking and hyperarousal. As mental health has become something our world talks more and more about, we become familiar with some of the more common terms like post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. But did you know that they are exploring PTED, or post-traumatic embitterment disorder? This is a relatively new diagnostic concept where the individual has an extreme stress response to an intense but common life event, where the individual is either perceived or believed to be a slight against one's personal belief system. Events that may cause PTED are such things as divorce, personal insult, vilification, or dismissal, and they may cause these feelings to arise. The more commonly spoken about PTSD is grown from a catastrophic trauma event, such as a sexual or physical assault, war, serious life-altering health issues. 
Embitterment refers to a psychological state of you constantly feeling like you've let yourself down. You feel shameful. You may feel as though you're a failure. It also includes feelings that you have suffered injustice, that you need to fight back, and that you're in some way helpless to the situation that you're in. But how do you let go of these feelings that continue to plague your every thought? The fact that you want to go back to living your life like the slight had never happened to you. Can you just forgive it and forget? Where do you even start? It's not going to be the answer that you want to hear. It's not going to be the easy choice. But forgiveness is the way forward. Forgiveness is the act of deciding and moving forward with letting go of the feelings that hurt you. It is an intentional decision to release the anger and allow your mind and body to heal. They may even lead to feelings of understanding, compassion, or empathy for the person who harmed you instead of letting them control you with their act of harm. Now, don't get it wrong. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting. It also doesn't mean you excuse the harm that was done to you. It means that you move past it and forward with your life. You cannot undo the pain that was caused, and you cannot undo the way that you felt about it but you can change the way that you feel about it now. Forgiveness offers you a type of peace that allows you to stop focusing on other people and focus on your own growth and move forward from the action. Not surprisingly, some of the benefits of finding forgiveness are the exact opposite of holding a grudge. Reduced blood pressure, less stress, fewer symptoms of depression, improved heart health, improved self-esteem, less anxiety, less hostility, improved relationships, and better mental health. So how can you get these? Well, you have to start taking steps toward forgiveness. It is a commitment to change, and above all else, it is going to take practice. So don't feel bad if it doesn't happen right away. You cannot just flip a switch and get there. Just by listening to this episode, you're already working on understanding the benefits of forgiveness, which is a great first step. Knowing how much forgiveness can help you will help you stay resolved in seeking it. Next, you might ask yourself the circumstances that could have led another person to hurt you. Understand that it likely had nothing to do with you, that maybe they were having a bad day and looking for a way to release their negative energy. Try putting yourself in their shoes. Might you have reacted similar if you were given similar circumstances? Really open up your mind to the thought of what could cause yourself to react in a consistent manner to them. This will help you find empathy. Then reflect on other times that you've been able to forgive people who hurt you. And then perhaps reflect on when people have forgiven you. We all make mistakes in our life. We all screw up sometimes. They didn't let that be your defining moment. And you appreciated it. Don't let this be theirs. Some physical steps you could take might be writing a letter of forgiveness to the person who hurt you. Journaling the experience to get it out of your head. Emotionally transfer your rage onto a piece of paper and then throw it away because you don't need it anymore. Speak to your friends or family, a mental health provider, a trusted advisor, or your spiritual leader to help you talk out the situation and perhaps see other reasons for the inflicted harm. When the feelings of hurt or anger come up, acknowledge them and thank them, but also say, I'm okay now. We can move on. Remember that the journey to healing isn't a straight line and it isn't easy, and we're often going to struggle. So when you do, Seek out the people who love and care about you to remind you why you started. Look again at the benefits of working on yourself and increasing your mental and physical health. And then let logic guide you to getting better. And if you find that you're the one who needs the forgiveness, sit with yourself. Acknowledge the wrongs that you've done. 
Think about how those wrongs have negatively impacted others. Avoid judging yourself too harshly because, hey, we all mess up. What counts is your work towards not making the same mistakes over and over again. Apologize to the person or people you have hurt with your actions. Or if they won't speak to you, write them a letter. Even if they never read it, you've done your part of the work. Do not make excuses for why you did the things you did. That doesn't matter. What you did is done. And you are sorrowful and regretful for those actions. You're trying to learn how to do and be better. Own your wrong and do better next time. Don't use them as a reason to fall back into old habits and old patterns. Commit to treating others with respect, compassion, and empathy. And while you're at it, do the same for yourself. We're all only human, after all. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. 